The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. What is up? Welcome to Cowboys Storyline. I'm Nick Eatman here in Oxnard, California. One of the last two days here of training camp, but it was the last day of physical practice here. And, and I'm going to stress physical practice here in Oxnard. Uh, this team is ready to get back to uh, Dallas or ready to hit somebody else, I guess, because they definitely were hitting on each other here today. A lot of fights going on here. Um, it, it was it was crazy, man. It, it, and you'll probably see him. Probably have seen him already. Social media, but uh, a lot of battling going on, especially in the trenches there. And that's where the competition usually. That's where usually where it starts here. Uh, it's getting hot. It's getting you know getting guys are getting kind of tired of 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 the the redundancy of all of it. And I think it kind of sp- spilled over to today's practice. Uh, Sam Williams, Tyler Biotish, getting after it pretty good. Uh, Micah Parsons. There's some punches being thrown. That's probably not what you want to see with with guys wearing helmets. But, uh, you know, uh, you want them to compete. You want them to fight. You want them to battle. Sometimes you take it a little too far. As long as at the end they can come together, uh, then I think that's – that's what you want for for sure, and that's that's what happened. I think today, um, hopefully, it doesn't spill over into anything else. But then, this is last practice. This might be you know one where that this is kind of the culmination of a lot of things. Because Tyler Biotis, I'll tell you, has been kind of chippy this entire camp. So, uh, not a huge surprise there that he was in the middle of a couple of them. Uh, but but yeah, you know, defense didn't like the way some of the things happened on offense, and vice versa, and it carries over and carries over. So. Um, in the second segment, we're going to get a chance to talk to one of these offensive linemen, not one that was in the fight, but the one that's been in a bunch uh, or been a bunch of scraps over the years, and that's Zach Martin. Get a chance to kind of chat with him. Really excited about sitting him down here. So uh, we'll, we'll have some questions. already have some questions kind of lined up for him and, and chat with, with uh, the GOAT, you know, and, and still uh, one of the best players in all of football. So we're excited about talking with him now. Other than fights, how'd the practice look? I think the offense is looking really good um, as far as the speed goes. They had a couple of drills today, a couple of team sessions where you just look out there and you see Deuce Vaughn out there. You see a Turpin. You see Gallup. You see Cooks. You see CeeDee Lamb. That is going to be a problem for defenses. They, they, the way that they go so wide with their offense now, this West Coast or Texas Coast offense, whatever, it's definitely going to be a problem for teams that can't match the speed. You can tell that's a mismatch. Um, the mismatches are something that this offense is trying to, to find. And when you get that much speed out there in open spaces, it, it is going to be an issue. And, and it was for this Cowboys defense a while. Now, that being said, they got down into the red zone, the one, the two-yard line, and some of these drills couldn't punch it in. You know, a lot of talk about all those Maybe Zeke would have gotten that one or, or, you know, other running backs. Uh, You know, again, it's not taking guys to the ground, so it is kind of hard to say what would have been a stop or not. But And and there would have been some plays where I think, uh, you know, Dak would have been a guy that that maybe tries to to, um, punch it in on quarterback sneaks. That's not stuff we're going to see here um, in practice like this. But but still, very competitive all the way around. And I think that's what you want out of of your, your practices. You want the defense to have times. With the offense to have sometimes you want to be battled you, you want to have it all this a mix um, and yeah, that's pretty much what what we've seen now when it comes to number 11 I mean no one's really been able to block them and and all of camp all of 
really in the in the league the last couple of years. So nothing's really changed there. It's tough to evaluate a Matt Willetsko or even a um, you know Chuma Idogo or any offensive tackle, Terrence Steele for that matter. When it's like, well, he, he gave up a sack, you know, or two or three or nine to to Micah. That's that's par for the course. It, it, you know, that's kind of what he's on another level uh, right now. So it, he's he's been unbelievable. He's been probably well, he has been the best player of camp. Um, and, and just he looks ready to go for the season. He really does. And, he, of course, you know, like I said, he mixed it up in there today. So, all right, let's take, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get Zach Martin up here, and we're going to let him answer some questions. We've been excited to, to talk to him. So we're going to go to break. Be right back here on Cowboys Storyline. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back, back, back to Cowboys Storylines. Welcome back to Cowboys Storylines. I'm Nick Eatman, joined by, man, the man, Zach Martin. He's the, been the man of, of, of the week, but really been the man of all, all of camp. How about all since 2014, since, <laughs> since you got here? Uh, so excited to have you. Thanks for, for coming by here. And yeah. uh, just how, how's these last couple days been? Are you feel like you're trying to get it all in? Here? Yeah, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, you know. Um, you know, luckily we're able to figure things out and then uh, headed out here Monday afternoon. And um, it was just great to see everyone. You know, I've yeah. been, uh, been missing everyone the last three weeks and um, kind of get acclimated here these next these last couple days. Get out there, get some individual work in, um, get some conditioning work in, and and then start easing my way into some team drills and getting ready for week one. Yeah. So you say easing yourself into team drills. You weren't in team drills today. No, yep. <laughs> Probably a good thing. But I mean, is this, this is normal for camp. Of some some fights going on out there. It was intense. I yeah. Mean, that, it, 
where's the line on that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, I mean, that's that's training camp. When you're practicing against the, the same guys every single day, especially this late in camp, uh, you know, there's going to be uh, there's going to be some scuffles here and there. I mean, you just, at the end of the day, you got to realize we're on the same team, but there's nothing wrong with uh, with those friendly scuffles out there in training camp. What does a punch to a face mask do? Like, like, is it? Is well, that's, I mean, it doesn't hurt because you got to you got <laughs> right. something protecting right. you. Right, so oh, it can hurt the hand. Like, right? Yeah, you go open hand, or you just you know, you know, we're talking a lot about gripping them up and just try to viper up. So, um, but it was good today. There was it was a good physical practice, and uh, you know, big for for our football team. Tyler Tyler Biotis is he's been kind of scrappy all of camp. I mean, nothing like that what we saw today, but we kind of been seeing it out yeah. of him a little bit. And you see, like him kind of taking his game and maybe the, the, the leadership to another level. Yeah, and that's why, I, you know, I was able to – I stayed in touch with him all during, uh, you know, my, my deal or whatever, and um, that's what I told him. I was like, man, you got to take this to your advantage. When I'm not there, um, you know, you're going to be a guy a lot of guys look to. So so take advantage and get, get used to that because, um, you know, eventually you're going to be the guy in here running things. I, I only will ask one about money contract. I know we're turning the page, we're moving on, but it's something you said in the press conference yesterday about, about you never, even yourself, you never would have thought of yourself as a holdout guy. Was there something that you just had, you know what, I'm getting to a certain age, like, I've got to do this for me, i got to take care of Yeah, it was just something I felt really strongly yeah. about. I felt that, you know, something that I had earned and deserved, and, and I, I really felt strongly about it, and, um, you know, I, I just figured with my agent's help and um, just kind of understanding the situation that the only way that this probably was going to happen and if I really wanted it to happen, something like this was probably going to happen. So um, not what I wanted it to do, but I'm glad I got here out here a few weeks before that, that, yeah. that week one game so I can get ready. I believe in irony and coincidences, stuff like that. I mean, the same day this all broke, the same day you were the 99 Madden. <laughs> I mean, anything? anything no, it, no, it wasn't. There was not, that was My decision to do what I did was made up well before that, but uh, yeah. it was funny how that came out. Uh, right next to each other well this is kind of a this is a fan show as i kind of told you about it i got some fans you know tons of questions here i'm going to just pick a little bit but one of them was about madden the dustin low miller he says do you play madden and also who else would you have in the 99 club for this team i don't play madden uh, i mean i have played it before yeah. but I'm, I'm not a big video game guy yeah. i don't play a lot of video games uh i mean you got to look at number 11 I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know i'm at home watching tape and uh 11's the guy that keeps showing up, I and mean, the guy's special, very I, special player. In the last segment, I kind of asked, how do you evaluate a well, let's go in Terrence coming back and these guys when it's like, well, you know, it's hard, hard time blocking him. Well, who yeah, I is think, it? I, I think uh, it's more just how they respond after uh, each play. I mean, trust me, it, it's hard to line up there and, and block him once, let alone ten times in a row. So it's all about how you respond. Uh, you know, I know ever since I've been here, that was a big thing we've always talked about is, you know, you're going to have those plays, but how do you come back and how do you how do you refocus and lock in? All right, another question. Jason Anderson, huge fan, also Notre Dame fan as well. It's been fun watching you. What do you think is missing from this O-line to becoming a great again like in 2016? Are we close to recapturing that? Will Solari help? All yeah, I, I think the most important thing is that we can just um, stay healthy and continue to get those reps together. Um, you know, all, all great lines have one thing in common, and that's the continuity and the uh, – the ability to stay healthy and play together. So, um, you know, we've we've got a long way to go, but I, I'm really confident in this group. I really like this group. We got some great veteran leadership along with some some really talented young guys. So, um, it, it should be a fun year. 
Ed Schaefer kind of goes on to Solari again. What does he? What does he change? I mean, what does he change? Or is he influenced? What are some of the things that he can kind of bring to the table? Yeah, I, I think he brings an edge to our group. I mean, the guy's got energy all day. He's done it for a very long time. Had a lot of success at everywhere he's been. And um, and that energy and that constant message that he's given us every day, that stuff rubs off on guys. All right, this one, Carolyn Williams. So, no, you only wanted to play for Dallas. Was there ever a time during the holdout that you thought maybe it was going to be another team or maybe even retiring? I mean, there were. I mean, I looked at every possible scenario there, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, I, there was no question. I didn't want to play anywhere else. Uh, I want. I want to play my entire career here in Dallas, and and luckily, hopefully, I'll be able to do that. I'm gonna ask you one more. This is one from our producer here, Chris Beam. He he really wanted to know, and I don't know this. The the your Twitter handle. Yeah. yeah. The gob. Yeah. Where does it, where does that where does it originate what? from? Yeah, that originates my freshman year of high school. Um, I was playing basketball. I was on the JV team, and all the there was a couple seniors that said I looked like a goblin. And literally that nickname stuck ever since. Everyone back home in Indianapolis, uh, guys, girls, parents, everyone calls me Gob. So uh, that's uh, that's been my nickname. What is the scouting report of Zach Martin's basketball game? I mean, we take you yeah. down in the paint. What, yeah, what I, you know, I was a basketball guy first. Yeah. At first, I always wanted to play basketball, and then you know, I played. I was a five man, so not many six four five men out there, but. Uh, he had a little short corner jumper. There you and go. Obviously pounded it down low and uh, went up and got the rebounds. You know, re- rebound the, the miss, rebound the miss, and then finally put it in. <laughs> I bet you've hurt some rims a little bit dunking, yeah. you know. Hey, you know, I can get up there. It's – I don't know about it anymore. Did you can, dunk today? <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't probably not. I can get the rim. Yeah, that's good. Good <laughs> enough. Good enough. I'd like to see that. I mean, I always would love to see the, bas- the football players play basketball. Yeah. The coaches and the and GMs would not. Right, you know, right. like don't turn any ankles yeah, or anything like that. Yeah. But it is fun to see athletes are yeah, athletes. Yeah, I love to go out there and, and shoot around. I haven't played a pickup game in a while, but to go out there and shoot around a little bit, I, I enjoy it. Yeah? You hit the three? I mean, I like to think I do. You're going to get down <laughs> in the paint. They're like, Zach, get down in the paint. All right. Yeah. Anyway, we, we love having you here. Thank you so much for answering some of these questions. I'm so glad to have you in camp, and I know the fans are as yeah. well. So thanks for joining us. I appreciate all right. it, man. Thanks for having me. That's All Pro 99 Club, Zach Martin. We will be right back to answer the rest of your questions on Cowboy Storyline. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back, back to Cowboys Storylines. Welcome back to Cowboys Storyline here, final segment. Usually this is a segment where we talk to a lot of the fans, get the fans' questions and things like that. We had Zach Martin just now, really wanted him. The first practice of camp, or the first show, wasn't here. But, hey, this is, this is, this is great. Now, instead of doing fan questions, I thought what I'd do is bring some of my teammates here. Had a great team. We're going to start it off. Haley Sutton, this is your first camp here. Haley, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having Can me. Yeah, this is so Zach? fun. Can you follow I'm going to do my best. I don't know. Zach brings a lot of like quiet personality yeah. to a lot of the rooms that he's in, especially when it's one-on-one. Uh, I like to think I have a big personality. Yeah. Well, so maybe. Yeah, you certainly, <laughs> you certainly do. What has this camp been like for you kind of tell people what what you've kind of done what some of the fun things you you've done and just what is what what are you looking forward to uh man we go to seattle coming up yeah i don't think i knew what to expect going into training camp just because i am so new to the nfl the only training camp i'd covered previously was the dolphins and it's nothing like this so uh, i didn't really have any expectations but man it's just been so cool uh just to see the ins and outs of the operation what it takes to move a training camp from frisco texas out here to oxnard um, getting to know the guys a little bit better. You see a different side of them whenever you're eating meals right across right. the way from them and interacting as they're all riding past their bikes. Uh, but I'm excited for this group. And I know as Cowboys fans, we have a tendency to say this is our year. Yeah. Uh, but I'm feeling that a you're little bit it? more this season. I think just the competitive nature what? that we get to see <laughs> out here. What does our year mean? <laughs> I think this is. I mean, does that mean what it means? Okay. So I think so. And and listen, I I know I'll probably get roasted on that by so many people, but the reality is, is that this team has been this close for the last three seasons every year. You can tell they've taken a step up uh, in terms of their competitive nature, in terms of their work ethic, the things that we've been able to see out here at training camp, and how hard they've been going within the rules, obviously. Uh, But it it just feels a little bit different, and you felt that last year, and I didn't think we would top that feeling last year, but. Man, coming into this year, just seeing how locked in they are, seeing how serious Mike McCarthy is getting into the play calling and really right. getting more involved into the offense, uh, it feels a little special. Feel special. It feels I like a it. Special. Hey, I've been. This is this was your first camp. This is my twenty sixth. Uh, getting over the hump would be great. Uh, and I know producer Chris Beam right here. He's been here for just as long. He would appreciate that as well. One of the things you've done so many things. One of the things that's coming up here this week, I know you're really excited about, and you should be, is the the documentary that you've been writing, producing, and and with a team of Kevin Timmons and Amber Garcia and Hayden Gates. But you were really had a huge role in this. Tell us a little bit about documentary coming up. Yeah, um, a documentary is something that I've always wanted to kind of cross off of my bucket list. When I was working in Alabama, I had a hiking series, so I kind of got rid of the series side of it. Uh, I already crossed that off, but um, we had lunch that one time with Larry Wansley, who is the former director of security for the Cowboys, and uh, he just like casually sat down with us at lunch one day and told us about a, a sniper yeah. that was trying to take out Tom Landry on Monday Night Football. And uh, ever since I had that conversation with him, what? 
eight months ago at this point. It's really stuck with me. So uh, it's been really fun diving into that story. It's called Close to the Vest. It'll air this Thursday on all of our platforms as well as on CBS 11. But uh, it takes an inside look at how the Cowboys security staff handled a sniper threat on Monday night football uh, against the Rams out in ca- here in California. Yeah. Um, and it just dives into that 1986 season and how it was a crazy year across the board. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, really excited. I'm really grateful to all of the people. We have Tony Dorsett. We flew out here to chat with Al Michaels. Oh, uh, he's yeah. the one who was on the broadcast. So a lot of really great stars coming up in that one. And I can't wait for everybody to get to hear this crazy story that's a part of our history. Yeah, it- Great storytelling and just just really, really a good job from from everybody to kind of put their heads together and say, how can we tell this story? And I know, you know, you said this is your first documentary, but you you definitely did a, did a great you. job. So we're, we're uh, excited to show everybody uh, that as well. And so, and I know you'll be uh, you, you'll be the, uh, hosting the countdown to kick off this week in yeah. Seattle. I know you're excited about that. Yeah. First road game, I guess, with the Cowboys. Yeah, it is my first road game, and I've actually never been to Seattle before. It's been on my bucket list, and we've got Isaiah Standback on our team. Oh, He's yeah. been talking up the city <laughs> of Seattle, so uh, it better live up to the expectations right. that he's built up but uh yeah just really excited to see another game another preseason game and like you said first road one do you watch wrestling at all no okay well you but still you know what the uh, like a tag team match is yeah guy tagged in (laughs) so that's what we're gonna do here we're gonna go we're gonna tag it i got kyle yeoman sitting up here we appreciate Haley. thanks for stopping by we're gonna rotate all all the the team members here so here comes here comes kyle he's gonna come in here Haley. thanks for joining us close to the vest documentary coming up Haley Sutton. Now we're bringing in Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, what's up, man? What's going on? First time on Storyline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we had Zach Martin, and now we're getting we're getting the, the team. What you're what? getting better as you go along, right? Younger, younger. That's a good way to put it. Younger. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll have Nick, and then Patrick. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, what what are you seeing? What have you seen at camp out here so far? Well, it's been intense, especially today. Yeah. I, I yes, think that's a good way to good way to put it. I mean, the intensity has been there from day one. I think it's only ramped up. And you would think that maybe the last day in Oxnard, everybody's a little riled up. You've already had one preseason game, but a lot of these starters didn't didn't really get a chance to to really get out there and hit anybody. You would think it would be the Tuesday practice when fans were out here and it was packed and it was yeah. loud and there was lots of energy. It wasn't. No, it was, it was no fans and just pure competition. It was really – today might have been my favorite practice to cover as a part of the Cowboys. This is my third training, ca- training camp in Oxnard, fourth total because we had the one kind of half training camp right. in Frisco in 2020. Uh, but this was as fun as any practice I've ever covered. Well, it was a it was a blast to be around it. You and I got to do training yeah, camp live. Yeah, I was going to say, tell us about <laughs> training camp live. Like, hey, we, you know if, what? If, if you haven't watched it yet and you're listening to Storyline, finish Storyline yeah, and then you. go over and, and watch training camp live. We uh, This isn't one of these great calls, okay? A blind <laughs> man could have seen yeah. that there was about to be a fight. It, that's yeah. what we said on the air, like um, – here comes a fight, and it certainly was. You can just tell that Sam Williams and Brock Hoffman, right? But Biotis has been wanting to throw hands this whole camp, <laughs> like, you know? And he did. He got a chance to today. Yeah. I think, and honestly, after hearing background, we, we were just watching it unfold live, and there were three reps back and forth. Yeah. The first one was Sam Williams. Brock Hoffman won the rep. Yeah. Second one, Sam Williams kind of fell down, and there was some push and shoving, just a little bit of animosity there. And then the third one, Sam Williams won the rep with an underneath swim move, got around the guy and was there for what would have been a sack. And then that's when things went kind of unhinged. And that was the first 
scuffle. And then there was a second one later where Biotish, kind of carrying over from the first scuffle, was involved with Micah Parsons. So I think it's good competition. Nobody got hurt. Nobody was injured. You're, You're good to go. Uh, at least going into the Seattle game. And it's one of those things where it's competition. It's the last day. Everybody's ready to go home. Everybody's ready to see their family and kind of be back at their own house. It's it's definitely it's definitely a uh, – yeah. it's an interesting time of camp, and you saw it out on the practice field. Yeah. Who has been your MVP other than Parsons? Other than Parsons. You can't say that. Hey, well, has he been the MVP? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so Matt, he's Yeah, out. I think he has been. He'd probably be the easy one. Man, that's really tough. I think I think Dak is even though the the national narrative is the interceptions in camp. I actually think he's been uh, pretty yeah. good at camp, and I think he's been crisp at, at times. And then uh, it would have to go probably to the young wide receiver group. Yeah, uh, Jalen Tolbert might be my my MVP of camp, which is crazy for me to talk about because sure. usually it's Ceedee Lamb or. Uh, in the past, Michael Gallup has shown up. Even before that, I mean, it was guys like Brandon Cooks, or excuse me, uh, Amari Cooper, Brandon Cooks coming and kind of filling that veteran role. I think I give it to Jalen Tolbert. Nice. I, I do an MV practicer, most valuable practicer after every camp, and I tweet it out. And the like only it. person to win it twice is Jalen Tolbert. Until today, Michael Parsons won his second. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, we talked with Haley just now. She talked a little bit about what she's doing uh, with the uh, with the documentary, uh, and, and you've helped some on some uh, documentary we got coming up with yeah. war stories. But um, I know you're really excited about last week getting to call the game from the booth um, in, in uh, at AT&T Stadium, whole game, play yeah. by play. What was that experience like, man? That I mean, dreams come true. Really, uh, you get to sit in the network booth and get to call a, a game for a team that you grew up cheering for. I mean, I grew up in Waco. I've always been a Cowboys fan, and I, I always knew I wanted to do play-by-play. That's the passion. Mm-hmm. That's what I love doing, and that's ultimately the the goal for me as a, as a broadcaster is to be a really good play-by-play announcer. And the the fact that I got to, to do that with a great group, Bill Jones, Isaiah Stanback, Haley on the sideline, uh, my wife even was in the building because she got yeah. to be a technical director. Oh, she has some go. production background, so she did a great job. It was it was just a moment where, especially right before kickoff and the towels were waving and you were kind of seeing the team run out, it, you kind of had to take it all in. And it was so much fun. I've gotten a great, uh, a great amount of feedback. Uh, had a lot of support over the the last couple days, and it's it's only going to continue to build. I mean, yeah. we, we got to get better, got to keep on going. But man, it was so fun. <laughs> Don't tell Kyle that preseason games are meaning meaningless. No, I it mean, was a lot yeah, for me. I mean, a lot time. to me for yeah, sure, definitely. And you'll be uh, in the booth again with Bill Jones and Isaiah. Uh, in Seattle yep. uh, this week. Different so. role, Different not play-by-play play this time. I'll do color, which is uh, yeah. a little out of my comfort zone. I, I mean, I didn't play at a professional level, but I know the game enough, and I've been around it sure. enough to where I feel like I can produce and, and find some, some good talking points. It's throw it fun. down to me a little bit on the sideline, if you will. That's Bill. See, that's that's not going to be me. I'm not throwing right. it down. you got to talk right. to Bill Jones. All right, I'll be on the sideline I'll, I'll try and, like, nudge him a little All bit. Right. Like, go down to Nick. All right, tag team <laughs> back again. Here we go. We're going to move on. So we got Nick Harris is going to be coming this way. Got the whole team, man. Got the whole team coming. I got Derek on the on the second show. So now we're going to start Nick Harris. What is up, man? Yeah, it's the first time Nick and Nick. I know. We do too good. They're going to give us a right, show. So right. we got to make sure and temper right. expectations here. And, and if it was at night, it would be called No, Nick at night. No, Nick that's squared that's tonight. that's the column. Uh, we debuted a column yesterday? Yep. Today? Yesterday. I mean, yes, yes, last two night. days ago? Yep. Last night. Okay. 
Um, first of all, Nick Harris is his first training camp, first year with the with the Cowboys, replacing Rob Phillips ish, even though it was a while. But tell us what kind of where what your background is a little bit. If fans don't don't know where where you've come from here, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I started on draft day. Uh, round yeah. one was my first day as well. So me and Mozzie Smith got integrated in the building on yeah. the very first day. Twins. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You could say that. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I come from the college football recruiting world. Uh, four years of experience working at 24/7 Sports and Rivals, and uh, just kind of parlaying that into you know somehow someone being dumb enough to hire me. So yep. thanks, Nick. Thanks, yep. Derek. <laughs> well, I mean, the. If you really want to get a headache, just think about covering recruiting in Texas. It's it's mind-boggling. I mean, yeah. mind-boggling, mind-blowing, whatever. I yeah. mean, it's just, wow, like all the stuff you have to do. There was you a tell lot of mind-blogging as well. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, and, and just covering five states and all, every three-star recruit and up or two-star, whatever, and, yeah. and calling parents and, and chasing down 18-year-old kids. I don't know how you did it, but when you told me all this, I was like, Oh man, you'll fit in. You'll fit in great here. It'll this will be easier it. for you. I appreciate it. It's yeah. been good. It's been really good. What has camp been like for you here? What's kind of caught your eye? Yeah, it's been great. I, I think it's been an, an interesting camp, and only you know I have a snapshot view of what training camp is because this is my first time. But I would still feel like it would be a weird camp just because Zach Martin hasn't been here. It rained for like three days. True. Um, yeah. But uh, and, and you know we're going back home for the first preseason game, so kind of a weird camp overall. Uh, but I guess get all the knacks out of the way on the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. A lot <laughs> of things that we've never really seen before, and. Uh, uh, just like I've never really interviewed a Nick, another Nick on the on the set here. So this <laughs> yeah, is this is go. another another first. You said a snapshot, uh, and, and that caught my eye because it's always more you can do. And uh, I, I'm impressed. You you grab your own camera, you got your own camera out here taking photos. You like you just like getting doing. I think you've had to do that right before. Absolutely, it's just it's part of my it's part of my tool bag. So yeah. uh, you know, yeah, I, I felt like integrating it, and it's been it's been really good as well. So yeah. you know. Keep everybody on their toes a little bit, maybe. <laughs> the, the column that we talked about, Nick at night, you'll be yep. doing that every Tuesday during the season, yep. at, at, at you know, in the evening time. What 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 do you think the theme of your column will be? What kind of style do you want to bring here? Yeah, it's it's trying to be just barbershop talk, kind of. Yeah. You know, I, I I really do appreciate my barber, and whenever I go in and we're able to just talk shop, and you know, there's no pressure around it, and we have you know constructive conversation, and I kind of want it to feel like that, you know. Uh, but also, you know, just maybe even like having a beer with your having a beer with your buddy and just talking, like yeah. I'm talking me to you right now. That's how I want it to feel whenever I'm writing to the uh, uh, to the audience. And actually, Patrick Walker helped me out uh, uh, helped me out with that a lot yeah. earlier in the week because I was just kind of bouncing ideas off of him when it came to you know putting that column together and he was like man with me it's just about talking to the person in front of you and that's all you can really do and that helped me tremendously that's that's kind of what I'm trying to accomplish there with it have you ever covered a boxing match before and did you feel like you did today like a little bit <laughs> right yeah yeah let me I, I've covered wrestling before but I've never covered <laughs> boxing so uh, definitely a first for me today but like real wrestling or yeah, real, WWE real wrestling. okay yeah real like uh, the state I mean it's wrestling. all real sorry it's all real <laughs> just scripted I apologize to the purists uh, but yeah, but this is this one was some hands being thrown. It was around fun. Here. It was yeah. fun to see the intensity. It was funny because we were talking about it with Mike McCarthy uh, in his press conference, or maybe in his walk off uh, after the press conference today. And we we're like, so you know, there hasn't been any fights at practice. Is, you know, why <laughs> is that? And sure enough, it happened. And then Mike McCarthy found the media group after, and uh, he said, "You guys planted this. Y'all did this." So yeah, uh, it was a fun moment. No, but I, it's good to see. Honestly, you need that intensity, yeah. especially going into the season, and you want that as long. As and I say this because I remember there was one at least one time at training camp I saw it where 
it, 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 it starts at the, here and it goes to the locker room and then it gets nasty and then yep. that's personal and all that. If as long as it can start and end here, then I think that's healthy and hopefully that's kind of that's what happens here. All right, we go to Seattle this week. What what are you looking forward to seeing in the game against the Se- Seahawks? Uh, yeah, the RB two situation is still something that's very fluid, and I'm very looking, uh, very much looking forward to seeing develop as uh, as that game goes on. You know, Deuce Vaughn was the hero in the last game, but I think there was a lot to like from Rico Dowdle as well, aside from his fumble. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see Malik Davis get more valuable opportunities. Uh, it, it, he came in with the first team, or quote unquote first team, and went against the Jacksonville first team uh, against the Jaguars, and didn't really have many opportunities to find some holes whenever the offensive yeah. line got settled. So I, w- I want to see him get some opportunities and just kind of see that room develop that's really what I want to see about the quarterback position I mean I know that Cooper Rush and Will Greer the only other backups here uh do you feel like Will, Will Greer has a chance to maybe unseat Cooper I mean I don't believe so um I think we actually talked about it in the mailbag this morning I I really like what Cooper Rush has done specifically here at training camp. He's a model of consistency, and every single day yeah. he comes out here, you're going to get the same product from Cooper, and you know what that is. And I've been writing about that, and Mike mentioned that today in his press conference as well. So it was like, hey, I'm doing something there right. There you go. Yeah. But um, uh, talking about Will Greer, he, he's still doing great things. He got a lot of playing time against Jacksonville. He's going to be that home run type of guy. I think if you want to have two different backups that have two completely different stylistically uh, style games, then you have those two guys here already. And then last one, um, individually, you're, I mean, you're on uh, Talking Cowboys. Not individually, but you're on the, yeah. the, the, yep. the show, Talking Cowboys, with Kyle, Isaiah, uh, John Mishota. Yep. Be doing some different things there. What do you what do you like out of the, the podcast? What 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 is uh, you've had some experience on podcasts, but what do you like out of the Talking Cowboys? Yeah, Talking Cowboys. I think we really uh, I I think we have a healthy balance of getting into the nitty gritty of what's going on on the field and and with the team, and then also just kind of letting loose at, at times. So yeah. uh, if you're looking for that healthy balance, I feel like we do a good job of that. Isaiah brings so much knowledge to to our table. Uh, I'm I'm blessed to be able to be on a show with him, and then you know Kyle being the professional host that he is, and John having the experience on the beat. I, I feel like we have all bases covered yeah well it's been i don't know what i bring though you're gonna have to uh, tell me that no no I mean, you, you you bring a guy i mean just ready to work man i i love i love having you so far you've been a great addition to the team and i know you were chomping at the bit to get here we've been talking about this for a little bit to get to get you on board so it was it was great when that, when that finally happened i remember calling you at, at about midnight and, or you called me back and you're like we're doing this. I yeah. was like, I was excited. So. Yeah, honestly, I'd love to tell that story a little bit. I was in, I was in New Orleans uh, covering something for my last job. I was on like a two-week uh, a work trip out there and uh, made the decision driving back from a game in Lafayette and uh-huh. uh, called called Nick whenever I got into my hotel and signed the thing and sent it in. So yeah, you that, did. It was, it was done like I that. think you waited for an NBA playoff game to be over or something like Probably. that, Probably. Right? I'm yeah. a huge NBA fan. So there's a high chance I was like, hey, wait till the end of this Heat game really quick. <laughs> Big Heat fan. Big Jimmy Butler fan, though, Huge, right? If ginormous. Jimmy Butler went to another team, is that your favorite team? Yeah, it's Jimmy Butler. I've been riding with him since so his that's uh, your fr- yeah. Tyler Junior College days. So awesome! I love here that. we are. All right, Nick Harris. You can uh, check him out. Uh, like I said, on uh, Talking Cowboys, also his column, Nick, uh, Nick at Night, every Tuesday, and then also about two or three stories a day on our website. If he's not writing it, Patrick Walker is. We're going to get Patrick in there. Thanks, Nick, for coming so, by. Okay. All right, bud. See yep. you, man. Here we go. Here we go, Patrick Walker. What's up, man? This will be our final right, final guest. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Look at me. Look at me leaving them hanging here. Just looking at the, like six cameras here. All right, Pat. What is up, man? Hey, it was a fun 
day yeah. of practice here at a Cowboys training camp. Final padded practice in Oxnard, and it went out with a bang. A split decision for the defense, or who, who wins the? Uh, it's, it's a split decision. Um, deep offense got their theirs in. Tyler Biadish draw. Yeah, it's a draw. Um, Tank and Micah they got theirs in. So uh, let's let's call it a draw. <laughs> Tank is as veteran as you are. Get your helmet on when you're in the middle of that mix like that. No. Tank says when it's time to go. It's time it's to go. go yeah, time. You can't, it's go you can't time. Go find the helmet. It's go yeah. time. Um, that's kind of what you want every practice to be a draw, right? Yes. I mean, offense. Oh, but the defense. You know, you want that as a, as a team that you're covering here. Yeah, you do. And and speaking about it from the aspect of reps, I mean, you you even got that over the course of training camp, uh, as far as Dak Prescott and the offense getting their fair share of uh, fair share of shots in, uh, with touchdowns and first downs and things like that. But then the defense and Trevon Diggs, I mean, it happened today alone. Within a span of three plays, you had Dak Prescott finding Michael Gallup for a touchdown, yeah. and then you had Trevon Diggs with a pick six. <laughs> so you love to see that. Who has been your MVP of camp other than 11? Other than Micah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go with other than Micah. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Brandon like Cooks. Uh, I think Brandon Cooks came in and made an immediate impact, and he's been making an impact for this team uh, from OTAs through mini camp, training camp, not just with his on-the-field play, which we already know what he's capable of there, um, but we talked about it on Cowboys break. It's also his impact on guys like Jalen Tolbert, on guys like CeeDee Lamb, uh, that friendly competition as far as who makes the next big play. Uh, and then, of course, the fact that he elevates uh, the weaponry for Dak Prescott and allowing Mike McCarthy to really take this Texas Coast offense to another level. So for me, I'm going to go Brandon Cooks since I can't go Michael Parsons. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I always – you, you got to start with the, the obvious. And you said it earlier, you know, on, on, on Cowboys break and, you know, how just how dominant he's been. And I even asked Zach Martin uh, in the segment before about how do you evaluate the other tackles when it's like, okay. It's, when it's unfair. Yeah. Um, Micah just looks unstoppable. And – I guess it's just a matter of understanding that Micah's going to do what Micah does. Um, so whenever there is a rep that he doesn't win, maybe you give extra credit right, right. To, the, to that particular blocker right. um, as opposed to just traditional credit. So I guess you have to evaluate it that way. But, um, you know, Micah's just on another level. But that's not to say that, you know, guys like Tyron Smith, who's looked very well, who looked very good mm -hmm. uh, in this camp, and some of these other edge guys, I mean, they're stepping up. Terrence Steele as well. Um, but Mike is going to Micah. Mike is going to Micah. What, what I love that he's done is is not just getting to the quarterback. He stops the run on the outside. He snuffs some of these plays out. Not just one of those guys that's just thinking sack, sack, get to the quarterback, and actually gives up running plays behind him. He actually has been disciplined in the run as well as, as still a pass rusher. That right there is lethal combination. Yes, indeed. And, and that was something um, uh, some of the Cowboys fans kind of asked me coming into this season, saying, you know, what would you? What would I like to see Micah improve upon? And it's hard to evaluate a guy that this, is this good in so many things. But I pointed at the run defense and I said, you know, it's just a matter of being able to know when to pull back and change gears and go out to the mm -hmm. flat and peel off. And we're seeing that in camp. Now he can peel off. And today he had a play where he chased the, back, the running yeah. back down from behind, opposite side of the field. So the run defense has stepped up as well. Where's his weakness? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, he's... <laughs> 
he was actually punching today too. You know what I mean? Maybe his weakness is in his hand since he's hitting a face mask. Hopefully, nothing wrong there. I'm gonna let you talk about yourself here for a couple uh, questions. Uh, number one, also like you said, Cowboys break. Uh, we're shuffling things around, and, and you joined Cowboys break. What have you liked so far? about that team uh cowboys break is is always going to be fun when you're talking about it and i've got to kind of reunite there with you a little bit Mm -hmm. this week but um the traditional setup with Derek, myself ambar and brian i mean that's just such a wealth of knowledge and and such a wealth of personality that it's fun to be able to engage and talk smart football smart cowboys football uh with ambar and the guys and uh it's tune in i mean it's it's Mm going to be as fun as it's ever been yeah and then also on on your column that you write Every Thursday, the Science Lab, where you bring science into football. Explain to the viewers a little bit about that. Um, For those that haven't begun following me just yet, and why? What what are you waiting on? Um, (laughs) My my whole brand is built upon just the science of football and understanding that facts don't care about your feelings, and that includes me as well. So if you have a take that you're dug into and the facts disprove that, be willing to come off of that take. So every week, every Thursday, we break down what happened with the Cowboys last game, what to look forward to in the the game to come and that includes the good the bad and the ugly always positioned in a way for you guys to be able to digest it all right well this is uh that's a great way to to, to wrap this up i wanted to get some teammate uh teammates involved here we certainly have done that we end it with with uh patrick walker and and pat thanks for stopping by this will be the second to last show we are going to have a show tomorrow on cowboy storyline i'm looking forward to that Forward, we'll see. I'm just gonna say, I think Dak Prescott's gonna be I'm on the show say, tomorrow. Well All right, I think I he's, I think he's gonna be on the show tomorrow. Bars. I really do. Dak Prescott, hopefully on the show. If he's not, we that, will blame that your someone. Forecast? That's my forecast. For there tomorrow. you go. Okay, we go all day long yeah, here. There's All the right. Forward. All right, all right. Chris <laughs> Beam's getting hungry over there. It's time to go. That's the end of Cowboys Storyline. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!